1: Welcome to episode 162 of the Best of Both Worlds podcast. Yes, you are not hearing wrong. This is Sarah, not Laura, introducing the show. Laura is enjoying some vacation time with her family, which is much deserved. So I am flying solo for this episode. However, not really flying solo because I have a fantastic guest that's going to be joining us in just a few minutes. I figured, however, that I would not spare you the usual pre-episode banter but rather just give you some thoughts of my own on the current topic. Now, the guest that's gonna be joining us is an expert on getting kids active. So I guess maybe I just wanted to take some time to vent a little bit about how hard that's been for us in the last few weeks. (sighs) Pre-COVID, our kids were involved in a ton of activities and I've spoken on here before about how I think it was maybe a little bit too much. However, I was really happy about the sports and active activities that they were involved in. Both kids were playing basketball at one point, they were doing tennis, Cameron was doing some yoga, Annabelle did dance when she was much younger, although she would abandoned it at a fairly early age. Um, they were both doing ninja classes at the gymnastics gym, and sadly that gym has actually shut down completely with the pandemic. They do have another location which is still open, but it's very sad that the one that they went to is never going to return again. So I guess it's just been hard. I mean, first of all, I'm in Florida. So the summer is kind of like everyone else's winter, meaning we don't really want to go outside. I mean, we make ourselves go outside and thankfully we do live in a house that has a pool. While we rent, the pool did come with the house and initially we thought it was just going to be a pain in the butt. But with the pandemic, it's been definitely a nice thing to have. However, given that Genevieve is still too young to swim on her own, I'm not always in the mood to want to jump in there with all three of them because then we're all wet and then we all have to do showers and it's just it's just a whole thing so it's not like i am excited to use that option every single day either sometimes the big kids have been using the pool while genevieve takes a nap because they can just swim while me or our nanny if i'm working just sits on the side of the pool and hangs out that's a lot more pleasant but again since it's so hot it's not like anyone wants to do that for hours either so i guess what i'm saying is it used to fall into our schedule fairly naturally to keep the kids active. And now it's like we have to force ourselves to do it. We always enjoy it when we do stuff outside, even for just you know 30 minutes or so, whether it's taking a walk or going around in scooters or playing basketball outside with Cameron. But it is something we have to kind of force ourselves to do for better or for worse. And I know we still don't get in the cumulative amount of activity for the kids that we used to pre-pandemic. You know, as adults, I'm disciplined enough that I'll do my workouts, whether I'm stuck in the house or can go to classes. But for kids, it's just not as fun if they're, you know, doing it by themselves. It must be even more difficult for only children if they're being kept separate from others, because man, how much fun is it to run around on your own? So I'm hoping our guest today has lots of exciting ideas to help our kids want to get active, to maybe make them feel like they can create some fitness goals of their own just for fun or just ways of making it fun and not such a slog. I will say that when it gets cooler here, I think it will be naturally more fun. So I cannot wait for the months of November or December, but I know that's not a universal thing. So anyway, without further chatter from me, myself and I, I will introduce our guest. All right, we are recording and I have Larissa Maloney with me today. I'm so excited to welcome her to the podcast. Hopefully, she's going to help me with all the problems I just mentioned and my uh, aggravation with the summer and getting my kids outside. So welcome. Would you like to introduce yourself, Larissa? Yes, absolutely. I'm Larissa
0: Maloney, the owner of Active Kids 2.0. Thank you, Sarah, for having me. I'm excited to chat with you guys.
1: Yay! So excited to have you on the podcast. Well, first, let's give our listeners a little bit of background. I want to hear a little bit about the ages of your kids and your family, if you're willing to share, and then also how you got started with your company's journey.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So yes, I am a mommy and I have two kids, right? That's the number one job. Um, (laughs) Yeah, the full-time, full-time, full-time job. I have a boy and a girl The girl is, her name is Oakley and she is four and I have an older son. His name is Finn and he is six.
1: Oh, that's a fun age combo. I got to say (laughs) it's
0: It's fun and it's like crazy. It's crazy and fun (laughs) and it's nonstop, but you wouldn't want it any other way.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, you have the perfect age kids, I think, to offer the advice you're going to offer. So tell us the story of how you got your company started. Was that in line with, with when you had babies or how did it get how did it get up the ground? Okay.
0: So I have a really big background in athletics and I grew up playing sports. I grew up playing basketball, volleyball, and I ran track in high school. So, And I come from an athletic family. My brother went to college to play um, basketball, my dad did basketball and track. My mom, uh, she did like field hockey. So I was kind of destined to, you know, be a sport, you know, a sporty, if you want whatever you want to call it. So I ended up going to college on a volleyball scholarship down in South Florida, a college called Lynn University in Boca Raton. Great school. I spent four years there, uh, very diverse school. All in all, I had a very good time. After I graduated from there, I went on to play professional beach volleyball for five years. So I got to travel around the world doing something that I love. And that was playing volleyball and playing it outside on the beach. Super, super fun. After that, I met my husband and I moved back to where I grew up. um, And that is Daytona Beach, Florida. And that's when we started a family. So yeah, six years ago, my little one is Yeah, six. Just started first grade today, actually. So uh, you can imagine it's been crazy today in my household, but everyone is happy, healthy, and had a good day. So to tell you a little bit, a lot of it about Active Kids 2.0 and how it came about, I've been coaching. I've been mentoring young athletes, young kids for over 15 years now. I teach fitness classes at a private school right down the street from me and March hit and everyone was pretty much going through the same thing. So especially as an instructor, as a teacher, as a family, all of that stuff, we all kind of went through the same thing at the exact same time. We literally had a meeting on a Friday and they said, you know, you guys, if we go virtual, if we have to do distance learning, um, I'm just giving you the heads up you might have to do it, but it's probably not going to happen. But I just want to give you the heads up. We were like, all right, okay, cool. It might not happen. You know, it's probably not going to happen. No, literally a couple hours later, we got, (laughs) we got an email saying it's happening and it's happening right now. So figure it out, you know, figure out your curriculum, figure out what you're going to do with the kids. Hopefully it won't be long that we're out, but obviously we ended up being out for the rest of the school year. They just said, figure it out. So I thought in my head, like, what am I going to do? You know, you think, you know, virtual English class or virtual science class, you know, that's doable, right? But how do you do a virtual PE class? Like, what, you know? So I sat down and I, you know, pulled out my little handy pen and, you know, notebook and I said, all right, Mondays we're going to do a run of some kind, and they're going to send me the time of, you know, how fast they did it. Tuesday, Armands and nabs. Wednesday, we'll do something else. Thursday, something else. Friday, something else. So I literally wrote all of that down. And then I looked at it and I said, this is horrible. Like my, like my kids are going to say, coach, what are you doing? Like, this is not you. Right. So I, I threw it away. And then I said, you know what, I'm gonna act like I am in the class with them and we're just gonna do it we're not gonna be together but it's gonna feel like we're together so I'm gonna go into my husband built a little uh, home gym that we have I'm gonna go into there I am going to press play I'm gonna put it up on YouTube and I'm just gonna do it live and all of my kids are gonna join this is what we're (laughs) gonna do right So on that Monday, I told um, a couple of friends because they asked me, you know, what am I doing for this virtual um, little stint we're going through? And I said, well, I'm going to be doing a cardio strength session on a Monday. And if your kids want to join, yeah, you know, feel free. It's, you know, it's on YouTube. It's public. So feel free to join. And they said, yeah, okay. So, literally on the Monday, I started the workout and uh, started with the warm up. And I looked at, you know, how many viewers, because you can see your viewers, right? So, I have probably about 75 kids and about 60 joined. And I said, okay, we're doing good. You know, you have a couple slackers here and there, but we're doing good if I have 60 out of the 75, right? So, I get through the warm up. And then, you know, I'm checking out the computer because you never know because, you know, the kids could just log on and log off, right? So I'm like, numbers probably went down. But I looked up and literally the numbers just shot up. And it was 60 kids to start. Then it was 100 kids. And then it was 200 kids, 500 kids, a couple of thousand kids. It was insane. What? Your very first class? That is Unbelievable. The first class, and it just grew and grew. And I did it Monday through Friday, 9 a.m., all right, live every day of the week. And I ended up reaching over 50,000 families.
1: That is amazing. Just from people sharing the link and finding it, like you must have hit some algorithm where YouTube was like, this is amazing. Everyone try it. And then. You filled a need. Everyone needed you at that moment. That's amazing. Exactly.
0: So I literally did that. I did it every day. It was so it was consistent. I created a little community where I had people sending me emails and Instagram messages. Can you shout me out in the video? You know, can you shout my school out? You know, coaches sending me um, emails saying, you know, can you shout my class out? I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. So every day I was shouting out different classes and different students and it just really became a community. And so after the three months, I said, you know what, this is, there's something here. Um, I've created this and there's something here. And the notes that I've gotten was in these times, we, we literally, it wasn't just me doing these workouts, it was my whole family. And we literally bonded over these workouts that you created. And so like hearing like, you know, those type of messages it just like, you know, really inspired me to, to keep it going. And I, I originally called it Active Kids and it's still Active Kids. So I said, let's make this bigger than what it is because there's a need for it, obviously. So I said, I only did a cardio and strength classes the whole three months, but I said, how cool would it be if I added in karate, if I added in karate, boxing, yoga, cheer, gymnastics, like how cool would that be? So that's what I did. And now it's Active Kids 2.0 is an online on demand platform with all of those classes and they're all on demand and everybody that signs up has unlimited access to it.
1: That is amazing. I was trying to control my, my reaction to that. That is so cool. I need to get my, I'm like ready. I'm ready to sign on the dotted line. So is it like, so you can basically it's unlimited access. You just sign up and is it like a monthly subscription kind of a model? Yeah. So you can sign up for a monthly sub, uh, subscription or it's a yearly subscription. So
0: it's up to you. We do have a promo going on right now. If you sign up, with the promo code Active Ten, you get 10% off. And it's already affordable. I I didn't want to make a program that people can't afford. Like that was not the point of it. You know, I created a community and I want it to be a community feel. It's $19 a month. And with the promo code, it's $17 a month or $170 for the year.
1: So so do you have people that because it sounds like are you still teaching some of the the classes and especially that sort of just conditioning type stuff? do you have people that just do that every single day and that's like their new thing?
0: Yeah yeah I mean I, I just had someone send me a message on like our little chat thing if you needed if you need assistance and I answer those and they said, you know is coach Larissa still teaching the classes And I said, yeah, and I said this is Coach Larissa and she was like, "Oh, I am so starstruck. This is amazing." And I said, "Yeah, I'm here. It's me. I'm still doing the classes." And they were so excited. So, it's been really cool.
1: That is amazing. Be careful now. You're going to have all these people reaching out to you through the chat. "Hey, right I heard there. you're in the chat." Exactly. <laughs> want to talk to you that is amazing. You're like all those Peloton stars, but for kids, I think that is, that is just wonderful. Do you think, I mean, are there any specific classes that you would recommend? I don't know. So are a lot of them sports specific and can they all be done in, I guess they're all for indoors or indoors adapted. Like, let's say I have a son who likes basketball. Is there a class that would be tailored to him, but he could still do it indoors without breaking things like a conditioning type class or? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a class for pre-K starting at
0: like three or four years old, it's toddler time all the way up to 18. So if someone is a little bit older and they're, you know, want to stay in shape for maybe preseason or something like that for their season, we have all of those cardio and strength classes tailored just for uh, those athletes. And also we have sports circuits where we do a whole bunch of different, uh, different sports exercises within a 30 minute circuit. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of the young kids are really, really attracted to like the karate and like the dance, the ballet and the jazz. And then when you get older, they do like the the yoga and like the cardio and strength classes. So we kind of grow
1: with you. It's, it's really cool. Ooh, the karate idea actually sounds pretty tempting. I could probably convince both of mine to, to do that. It's cool. And maybe I could get my toddler to do some ballet, even though she's only two. <laughs>
0: yes, yes, absolutely.
1: Oh, that is so cool. Well, okay. Now I feel like I, I'm definitely going to give this a try. I'll have to report back to my listeners and let people know. Cause I really, I mean, you're in Florida, you understand it. Like I'm waiting for winter. I'm, yeah. Everyone else is like waits for summer to be outside. and I'm like, it's so Seriously, <laughs> like I can't handle it. And I don't want to be out there. So it is nice to have engaging options for the kids when they're at home. And have you been able to, I guess that's been flexible enough as it's grown to do it while still helping your kids with school and everything? Because you said you mm-hmm. are full-time momming as well.
0: <laughs> you know what? I think everyone's in like the craziest situation right now. And you just take it day by day. I mean, I know people are, you know, bouncing around the idea of homeschooling or doing some type of hybrid model. I have to work full time. You know, I do active kids. I also do the fitness classes. Um, So my kids are, they're back in school. So it's been crazy juggling both. And I know everyone's going through the same thing right now. So for all of them, you know, everyone that's going through that, you got this, you can do it because we all are in the same boat.
1: Yes some people definitely different solutions, but definitely all in the same boat. Yeah. Two out of three of mine just went back to in-person school today. So I, I am right there with yeah. you. It is different, but it just kind of is what it is. Well, today would be a fun day for you to share your day in the life since it was kind of a crazy day. Would you be willing to? Yeah, absolutely. It was a crazy day today.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect day for a day in the life. So um, so do you want me to just go through I-
1: what happened today? Yeah. Just kind of like your logistics. You know, our listeners, um, we kind of went away from it for a while and they're like, no, bring it back. And to be honest, when I first envisioned this podcast, that's what I wanted because I found myself whenever I would go to like birthday parties, I was like, what time do kids get up? Okay. Who helps them do this? Okay. who? Like, I don't know. Those logistics are always different between each family and you always learn things from other people's methods. So yeah, it might be boring, but I promise I won't be bored. So tell me about today. So wonderful. So I set my alarm for seven o'clock,
0: and I'm always awake before that seven o'clock alarm goes off. <laughs> my kids—they go to sleep super early, and everyone tells me this, but they—they they need their sleep because they're super energetic throughout the day. So we like to have them settle down in bed by seven o'clock.
1: And yeah, everyone,
0: I'm yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, "What?" But yeah, we want—we th- usually have them eat, you know, dinner early. It's been a long day. We usually have them in bed by seven, but they wake up so early no matter what time they go to bed. So they're up at 6 a.m., 6.30, the latest. So yes, this morning. And they were so excited because it was the first day of school. So they wanted to go to bed also. But anyway, so they woke up 6.30. So I was, you know, I was up because I can hear them up. You know, they went downstairs. They they're of the age where they could almost make their own cereal without a mess, but they do make a mess kind of thing. So they still go downstairs, you know, they get dressed because we laid out the clothes for them, uh, the night before they got dressed and they go downstairs, they make their own cereal. That's the time where I can get up and dressed for my day. My husband does the same thing. He'll go downstairs and make a coffee. So he's on breakfast duty. And then when I come downstairs, I'm on lunch, making lunch duty. Um, It's probably a great idea to do it the night before, but I don't don't mind doing it because I...
1: Actually, Laura, who's not here, unfortunately, recording because she's on vacation, but her thing is like, don't do it the night before. It's a waste of time. Just do it in the morning. Get it done. It doesn't actually save you any time. So that's (laughs) so funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I kind of like it because I'm doing my lunch and their lunch at the same time and they get to chime in like what? they want in their lunch so it's kind of a cute little morning thing Um, and then I am the one responsible for hair (laughs) doing my kids hair if you haven't seen my kids they have big beautiful curls and these big beautiful curls take forever to comb out so it is a chore in the morning even if I brush it at night you know when they take a shower it's still a chore And they're like, no, don't brush my hair. No, we have to brush your hair. It's your first day of school. Right? So I do the, I do the morning chore and then, yeah. And then we get together, we run around trying to find matching socks, matching shoes, and then my husband takes both of them to school before he goes to work and then I give them kisses goodbye and then I go to work. So when I work at the private school, I do a couple of hours in the morning of personal fitness, and then, um, I get a break and then that's when I work on active kids for a couple of hours. And then I have a couple of hours of volleyball. I have volleyball practice. I coach, I've been coaching for a very long time. I coach a great group of girls. And then after I'm done coaching, well, today was a little bit different. My husband actually dropped them off at the gym with me. So here I am coaching and I have a little one saying, mommy, mommy, I have to go potty. And I'm like, oh my goodness, here we go. Right. But this is like typical. This is typical, like busy, busy, you know, mom and dad. And this is what we do. But they were in the gym with me and then literally drove home. They're in the shower now about to get dinner and they're about to be in bed. Yep. Seven o'clock, about 730. So.
1: That is amazing. Yeah. If my kids are in bed in two hours from now, I will consider myself lucky. <laughs> and keep in mind, I have a two-year-old in addition to a six and eight-year-old. So I just feel, uh, I don't know, bad. <laughs> no, I'm just no, I love it. I love hearing it. And I love, um, wait, I need a little tiny bit more, which is when do you go to do you, your husband? It's like, This is my fantasy life. So now you guys, it's seven o'clock and your kids are in bed. Do you usually do more work? Do you guys just spend some time together? That sounds lovely. Yeah, no. In in the
0: beginning, we found that our kids were going to bed later when they were younger. And we found that we weren't having time to ourselves, you know, just to unwind and just to kind of, you know, have mommy, daddy time together. And so that's when we said, okay, we need to make an adjustment because we need time to our, you know, for, for us. So that's when we started, and this was a few years ago when we started putting them to bed early, and it's just worked out really, really well for us. So now, yep, they're in bed 7, 7:30, and then we get to sit down. Sometimes we eat together, sometimes we don't, just depending on what we have. But we either eat with the kids early or we'll cook something for later for us. And then we get to, you know, relax and eat together and watch a movie. And then I'm literally in bed by 930 latest <laughs> because the day is very, very long. And then my husband, well, he might stay up a little bit later, but he's in bed, maybe 10,
1: 1030. So that's our day. That part definitely sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. that's awesome. Well, I loved hearing it. I think you have a, it sounds like a very beautiful balance of your different jobs. And now with this growing company, kind of that entrepreneurial side, which allows you to be creative, but you're still doing volleyball. I mean, that's amazing. You're doing it all. So thank you. What a great best of both worlds day in the life. So one other thing I wanted to talk about was something that you volunteered to talk about when you connected to me on Instagram. I am a big supporter of the Black Lives Matter movement, and um, we have been trying to be very intentional about bringing more Black women and people of color onto this podcast, and I'm very excited. we're going to continue to do that. I also just am at the end of Ibram X. Kendi's How to Be an Anti-Racist, and I think it's a beautiful book with so many important factors to it. I also know that it is not your job to teach me as a white person, you know, how to be better. Like, I have to figure that out. There are enough lists and resources and I'm doing that work. But since you did offer, do you have any messages to share with our listeners about how to be a great ally and how to teach our children to be anti-racist so the next generation can do better than the current one has?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you said it pretty uh, wonderfully of doing the work. And it's so important that everyone, you know, doesn't matter what race you are, is doing their own work, doing their own research. I I literally uh, read up on something and it might be a 10 minute thing. It might be an hour thing. I mean, all of that stuff I have throughout the day. But I do. I make sure I read up on something and learning something new about my past, the past of the black community you know, what we've had to go through in this country and uh, what we still are going through now. I literally just finished a course. I always mention Rachel Cargill. It's a 30 day free course and it's literally 30 days of doing the work. And, you know, we there's, you know, a little saying going around being an ally is a verb because it is, you know, you can call yourself an ally, but what are you actually doing to be an ally? So you have to do the work. So for me, that starts with doing your own research. And um, yeah, educating yourself. And once you educate yourself, that's when you can start educating your kids. That's when you can start educating your family and your friends and, you know, start speaking up as well within your own communities. And I feel like I feel like it's getting better. I mean, I'm optimistic, I'm hopeful. Uh, we still have a lot of work to do. I mean, just recently we, you know, have a, another black man being shot by police, Jacob Blake, and we got a lot of work to do, but I'm still keeping that optimism in me because I'm just hoping, you know, I, I originally, you know, started reaching out to people to hopefully, you know, at least open a heart, open eyes, you know, of at least one person. And if, you know, me just talking about this does that to at least one person, I feel like I've, you know, I've done my job, I've done my part. Again, educating yourself, starting to speak up within, you know, your own household, your own community, and Taking some action as well. Uh, there's petitions going around that you can sign. And you know, you probably think that these petitions don't do anything, but they do. They actually do. And uh, a lot of things have come from just signing a petition, calling elected officials. There's a, a lot of things that have happened just by doing those little things. Even if you don't feel like it's a lot, it really is. I was calling, you know, Brianna Taylor's uh, elected officials and it, it was very, very nice to hear that a lot of those officials' mailboxes were full. You know what I mean? So that means people are actually doing the work. That means people are actually taking the time to, to do those things. So, you know, there are a lot of steps to take, but as long as you are taking some steps, I feel like you're, you're you know, you are doing the work.
1: Thank you. It's really, I mean, I appreciate you volunteering to talk about some of those issues because they can be hard to talk about. And again, it's not your job to talk about them, but I still truly appreciate it. And it is a journey and I'm dedicated to continuing on it. And we can donate too. That's the one thing oh, you yeah. didn't mention. <laughs> Put your money where your mouth. <laughs> so I know both of us on this podcast have done some of that and I want to continue to do it. So thank you for the reminder. Oh my gosh. Thank you for that portion. I'm glad we mentioned it, but I also want to end on a light note as well. Although it doesn't have to be a light note. We always share a love of the week with our listeners. So it can be anything that made you happy this week. So maybe it's not a light note. Maybe it's something deep. I'm going to start with a very not, I mean, it's going to be like, it's going to fall flat after that (laughs) discussion (laughs) because it's not very, it's not a very big or important thing. But my love of the week that I came up with before we spoke is this podcast microphone that I've had for three years that is still going strong. And it is an Audio Technica USB 2000 and it is not that expensive, but it still seems to work pretty well and sound decently. So that is my love of the week. Although I am inspired that I will also mention the book I just finished, which is by a black author that I'm sure everyone's read by now because it's the most amazing book. But if you have not read The Vanishing Half by Brit Bennett, get yourself to a bookstore or a library or somewhere because that was the best thing I have read all year. It's a novel. It's so good. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Love that. Very cool. So what is your love of the week?
0: My love of the week? Well, I just celebrated a birthday yesterday and it's a milestone birthday. Well, it's a milestone to me, 35. So I had a really wonderful uh, celebration this weekend. And its sh- I just really, really felt the love from my family. And I'm just very, very grateful for just having a family around to celebrate and to be able to celebrate another day.
1: Well, that is a very deep love of the week, but I love it. And milestone birthdays are such a great opportunity to look back and be thankful. So it's a great reminder. Well, remind our listeners where they can find you, because I know we're going to have several people that are clamoring to get their kids in virtual karate and ballet and cheer and conditioning, etc. cetera. So give us all those good addresses.
0: Absolutely. So my website is www.activekids2.com. That is the number two dot com. Also, we're on Instagram, um, Active Kids 2.0. You can follow us there. I'm also on Instagram with um or at Larissa.maloney. Um we also are on Facebook, um, ActiveKids 2.0, and when you join ActiveKids 2.0, you will get exclusive access to our ActiveKids 2.0 Facebook group. You can find us all on there and also remember the promo code because you get 10% off, and that's with the code Active10.
1: Active10. Well, you can look for my sign up in the next 24 hours. (laughs) I'll try to remember to use the code. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Larissa. This was so much fun. It was great having you. Um, And I'm I'm excited to check your service out. So thank you again. Absolutely. Thanks for having me so much. Well, that was so much fun. What some great ideas there. I'm very excited to implement. So we're going to get into our Q&A segment. I got a very timely question submitted by Erica S., who I do know in real life. So thank you, Erica, for submitting questions to me. Uh, We miss hanging out with you guys. Anyway, she writes, with the current state of the world, we decided to hire a nanny for the school year rather than send our three-year-old back to daycare and to help with our eight-year-old and his virtual school. I'm writing to ask about the best way to create a calendar or schedule. Her regular hours are 830 to 430, and that works probably 90% of the time but there are days when we know that we need an earlier start or later end, depending on meetings, etc. Do you have a Google calendar that you share with your nanny or a paper calendar or like a Friday meeting where you discuss the times for the next week? Just looking for advice on incorporating a third adult into a family schedule. That's a great question. And I'm sure it's something that more people are navigating perhaps than ever before as childcare arrangements have kind of switched around for many people. So I think it really depends on what your childcare provider needs. We happen to have a nanny who is very flexible. She has kids who are already out of the house, so she really doesn't have that much going on in the early morning or early evening, so she doesn't need a ton of lead time in discussing what start and end times are going to be needed for you know, the week ahead that might be different for a college student who might have club meetings or some sort of evening classes that they have to do sometimes. So I think the first thing you have to think about is how much notice does this person need? Now, you may wanna just ask them. Say, hey, uh, is it okay if I just let you know on Monday or do you need to know by Friday? Like, When do you need to know know, our hours and is there a range you need to know about? Like, Maybe she doesn't really need to know if it's eight versus 8.30, but if it was gonna be 7.30 or if she's gonna need to stay till seven, then she'd have to know. So I would get some parameters directly from the source. I will share that what we do is we just write it on a whiteboard. I do have some uh, customized whiteboards that I bought a couple years ago and I did convince Genevieve to stop drawing on them. So we are using them again for the new school year and I filled them out over the weekend. And then I put the start time and end time of each day for our nanny on there, you know, to incorporate any times that I might have a late meeting or have a day off. So I want her to come later, something like that. And then I take a picture of the whole thing and I just send it to my husband and to her. And that way everybody can see. I've started adding on which days Josh is likely to drive the kids and which days I'm planning to drive the kids so that there's no confusion in the morning. And we know exactly, you know, who's responsible for what. So that's how we do it. And again, we don't do it with a lot of lead time because that's not something that our child care provider needs. But of course, that's going to vary depending on your care provider. And some might prefer like a a Google calendar that you use on your phone um, or something like that. You could always invite them or kind of send them events that you invite them to, which just include your your regular workday. So that would be kind of an easy digital solution. All right, well, I'm happy to have had a Q&A that I had a decent answer to, I think. So even though I very much missed Laura on this episode, I'm glad she got to spend some time enjoying life with her family this week. And we will be back next week on more of making life and work fit together. Thanks for listening. You can find me, Sarah, at theshoebox.com or at the underscore shoebox on Instagram. And you can find me, laura at lauravandercam.com. This has been the best of both worlds podcast. Please join us next time for more on making work and life work together.
0: Infinity presents a new
1: chapter in luxury.